welcome to the Unfiltered Recovery Podcast with Michael Mazel, where we dive into the world of recovery. There is no one way, one filtered way to live out your best future in recovery. It is unfiltered. It is expansive. This is your invitation to take away the filter so we can push your limits of exploration for recovery. We will offer tips, tricks, tools, thought-provoking questions, and motivation to live out your best future unfiltered. I'm ready, but the question is, are you ready? Let's do this. All right, all right. We are here for an amazing episode, and I have the right stuff with me today because my guest today is Shannon Wright, and she is following suit with me, talking all about spirituality and recovery, the unfiltered approach. What does it look like? She is an amazing human, and I can't wait for her to introduce herself so that all of you can get to know her. So Shannon, what is good in the hood? Hey, hey, from Ohio. (laughs) (laughs) So my name is Shannon Wright, and I am an LPCCS in the state of Ohio. So I am a therapist. I'm actually the lead therapist at VHOH. We're going to dive into this. And I was so excited to get Shannon to talk about this. I was bouncing ideas off of Shannon because I told her when I met her and I knew I was doing a podcast for Vertava Health, I was like, she needs to be on here. She just does. And we started talking and she said some things about spirituality that really hit home to me. And I just immediately thought the world needs to know this. They need to hear it from a therapist in LPCC. So when I started talking to you about spirituality and what does it mean for so many people, how can people identify with it, not identify with it? Why are there so many barriers or people like cringe at that word? And I would just love your thoughts and even just like how you communicate it to humans. So I think that the hardest thing about spirituality is surrendering to it. We talk all the time in recovery and in this job about just surrender, just surrender, just allow yourself to let go and surrender to the process, surrender to a higher power, surrender (laughs) to treatment. I think that is the hardest thing for people, especially coming from a world where you're expected to control everything. And we really don't have a lot of control over anything. We can control our actions, our reactions, and the words that come out of our mouth. We don't even really have control over our thoughts. So when it comes to spirituality and the idea of surrendering, big concept. So we show Dr. Nicole Labor, and she is from Ohio. She runs several facilities here in Ohio. And what she says is that we know that spirituality is the number one predictor of long-term recovery, which for me is a huge statistic. Can you just say that again? Spirituality is the number one predictor of long-term recovery. Mic drop. Yeah, like drop the mic. And again, some of you are like, cool, that's great. But it seems daunting. It seems a lot of people feel like they have to find something, right? Shannon, when I even ask people like, are you spiritual? Do you have a spiritual concept? They freak out or they run or they're like, is mine good enough? What does it look like? And again, insert Shannon Wright, there's no filtered approach to spirituality. It is completely unfiltered. And so I'd love to hear you talk about what people's different concepts, 
bring up atheists, bring up that word because so many people don't like to hear that or they're like, atheists don't believe, but the way you communicate it is so perfect. Yeah. So we know that spirituality is just simply believing in something bigger than yourself, allowing yourself to surrender to the understanding that you are not the main biggest thing in your universe, that there is something bigger than you that is controlling more than you can. So even atheists believe in something. They don't believe in an afterlife, heaven, hell, those kinds of concepts that other people from say Christianity faith or Catholic faith believe in. They believe that there is nothing after life. And that itself is a form of spirituality because they believe that you have one life to live and then you're gone. So that is a form of spirituality. It's something greater than themselves. And so when you start working with people talking about spirituality, what are things that you do communicate to people to literally have them drop their shoulders and invite this into their life, especially because we're not used to. And I love that you said we are so used to controlling everything. And I think that's so true. We are control freaks, whether you want to admit it or not. So what do you say to people when they're looking at this for the first time and how do you help them to not have them judge themselves for choosing whatever it is, as long as it's not themselves? That it doesn't have to be overwhelming. Spirituality does not have to be this huge task. It simply starts with a seed, like everything else. I have gone through the 12 steps. I am not a person in recovery, but I've done the 12 steps and to me, there's something that you can live by. I've done refuge recovery because for me, the idea of meditation is incredibly therapeutic. I am Native American. So I hold a lot of Native American spirituality beliefs. I love a lot of things about Catholicism, about Christianity, about Buddhism. It's about an, an a collection for me. I love all sorts of spiritualities, religions, and faiths. So I pull from all these different things that I believe help me on my journey, on my path in life. And so what I tell people is that it doesn't have to be some set in stone path. You don't have to just believe in Christianity. You don't have to just do refuge recovery. You don't have to just do NAAA. You can combine so many different kinds of recovery, so many different kinds of faith and religion to make up your spirituality. It doesn't have to be what somebody tells you it has to be. It is what you make it. For all of you listening, the right stuff just gave you the biggest invitation. And that invitation is literally to drop any story or any narrative that you have been holding on to that it has to be a certain way. And that if you were raised Catholic or that if you went into AA, that that is your path and you have to stick to it because that is not it at all. It is about what works for you. And you dropped gold with that, Shannon. And that's something I've done. And it's been something that I will tell you, like, I've been scared to admit, because I'm like, God, are people going to judge me? Because I will say God, some days I don't say God, I say big man upstairs, I say my higher power. And it's what feels right for me in the moment that's going to allow me to believe it's all about what's going to allow us to believe. And it can be meditation one day, like you said, it can be saging another day. It can be going to a church. It can be whatever you want. I feel like the main thing that you just said that I'm like totally going to capitalize on is that it is about you choosing to do whatever it is that you want and that no one's telling you that it has to be a certain way. Yes, there are people that say it has to be a certain way, but 
we have a choice and how do Chan and how powerful is that? That we, like, you are inviting people to have a choice to combine, like, whoa. Yeah. And what you said is perfect because that is the one thing that holds people back from so much is the fear of judgment and the fear of failure. People are afraid that if they choose their own path and they fail, that it's going to give people a reason to judge them and point fingers at them and say, see, I told you that wasn't going to work. See, I told you that wasn't going to happen the way you wanted it to. And at the end of the day, we fail a lot and failing is okay because that's what keeps us evolving as human beings. If you're afraid to fail, if you're afraid to not do you, then you're never going to change past who you are now. So to the people that are listening, and if you had any story that you told yourself, or if you feel like some days you're like, I'm not getting this thing, or why isn't it working? I also want to say there is no magic button for how spirituality works. I will say it's about what is it that you're thinking about or believing about that brings you peace, right, Shannon? I think that sometimes people feel that, oh, if I'm spiritual, then this is going to happen to me. I'm going to feel a certain way. And sometimes you don't even notice it. It's just one day you wake up and you're like, I'm at peace. So when you have people, Shannon, that might even come to you and they're like, what am I supposed to feel? Tell me, what is this thing that I need to be searching for? What are some things even that you say to the spiritual seekers for like the aha moments? Oh man, I have had so many people ask me that question. And what I love about Maurice Martin, who is one of the counselors that works for us, he is very spiritual and faith-based. And he always says, I can't tell you that moment you have to feel that moment. And for everybody, it feels differently. For mine, I was sitting on my parents' farm and I was feeling very alone. And I was really just trying to find myself and figure out my path. And I just kept asking mother nature, something greater than myself to give me a sign. And it was just the wind blew perfectly and the the hay was kind of high. And it was the way it hit my arms and my body. And I just knew, I knew in that moment that I wasn't alone. There was something there with me that was greater than me and I was going to be okay. And it makes me emotional just telling that story. But at the end of the day, it's that, it's that emotion. You are going to know it when you feel it. And I can't tell you what that moment's going to be like for you, but I can tell you that as long as you're listening to your body and the world around you, as long as you're open to that experience, it's going to happen and you're going to know when it happens it's true. It should bring an emotional response. And I hope that it does. And it's something that I really hope what you can get from Shannon and from me talking with her is that it is the coolest feeling knowing that we do have a choice now, whether you're in recovery or not, because even though, yes, this podcast is geared toward people in recovery, this topic is geared towards all of you because actually all of us are in recovery from something. We're going to talk about that later, not today. So This is geared for all of you. There's no blueprint to spirituality. The blueprint is the one that feels good. Shannon, let me ask you, since you've just invited a concept of spirituality and that you've chosen to say, I'm not going to listen to what everybody says it has to be. And I'm going to do what I want to do. And I'm going to switch it up and combine and take something from Catholicism and take something from Dharma and take something from 12 steps. And now you are here as who you are today. What has it done for you to give yourself permission to what I will now identify as an unfiltered approach to spirituality? It's freeing. I feel like the day that I realized that I was allowed to step outside the box that I felt the world had created for me 
was the day that I realized that abstract thought is one of the most important things in anybody's ability to evolve and to be able to just create my own path and walk against the grain and do what I felt was best for me and for my life and for my family and for my spirituality and for my career, it opens up a whole new world. You know, we talk about unfiltered. We talk about the ability for us as human beings to not allow the world to filter life for us, to not allow the world to tell us (laughs) what we have to be or who we have to be or why we have to be it. We just get to be us. And in a world where we're seeing kids attempt suicide younger and younger, addicts being created younger and younger, it's it's a big part of that. It's a big part that people aren't free to be who they want to be. There's so many pressures and expectations of the world around us. And that is condemning for us as human beings, because we're meant to be so much more, so much more. I love so much that you said abstract thought is so important because it is. And a lot of us weren't born to believe that that was okay. Mm -hmm. And so how can we believe in spirituality when we were told a certain way and maybe that way of spirituality didn't work? So how do we even know the abstract thought is okay until now when Shannon Wright is telling you it is so important. We can't live in a box. We're human beings. We are beings, not doings. We don't do boxes. We are beings. We be who we are. If there's another thing I hope you guys can take home with you today and share with other people with so much conviction, like Shannon is sharing today, it's that you need to invite abstract thought into your life. You need to choose to step out of the box. When we stay in the box, like you said, that's not freedom. There's something I tell myself every day when I wake up, one of the things I say is Michael Mazel, how free do you want to be? And I tell myself, I want to be free. And if I'm going to be free, I have to have freedom for thought, freedom for my choice of spirituality, freedom for what makes me come alive. And when I do that, and like you said, when you do that, it's giving other people permission to do the same. You know, it's interesting that you say that because when we're born, we're not born with a concept of a box we're supposed to fit into. We are born free. The one thing that I love the most about kids is that they are unfiltered. They will say whatever comes to their mind, whenever it comes to their mind, ask whatever questions they want to ask, whenever they want to ask it. They don't have that filter of what is appropriate, not appropriate, right or wrong. They don't have all that yet. We get that as we get older. We get those messages from other people as we get older of what we are and are not supposed to be. And a lot of times we take those to heart and it can completely change who a kid may be. If you think if they get the simple message of, hey, don't play in the dirt when they're a kid, maybe they end up being a lawyer when they were really supposed to be an architect or a construction worker and building houses in Uganda. But we get those messages and it completely changes our path. (sighs) We're probably going to have to wrap it up there before people forget (laughs) all the hizziness that just happened. Because this last thing that she said too, you guys, is like the moment you want to stay inside the box, I will challenge you with this question. Ask yourself, what would your inner child do if you didn't have any preconceived notions? Like what would you give yourself permission to do? Mm -hmm. 
Shannon, you dropped some freaking nuggets. You gave me so many amazing things I can bring out to the world to talk to friends about that are struggling with spirituality. I'm just going to recap you guys because I get to. Number one, the biggest freaking thing is giving yourself permission to combine. Okay, you guys, give yourself permission to combine whatever you want so that you feel free and at peace. Secondly, allow abstract thought into your mind. Be creative. Give yourself permission to be abstract and to think outside the box. We're not meant to be in a box, you guys. Lastly, ask yourself what your inner child would do before everything was bestowed upon us to be a certain way. Shannon Wright, you are a gift in this world. You are a gift to everybody that gets to embrace your presence. Thank you for being here. This isn't the last time Shannon's coming. Don't worry. You guys can drop your on that. Shannon, if there's one last thing, one last thing or two things that you want to say that you really make sure that they hear when it comes to that unfiltered approach to spirituality, if you got any, which I know. I'm just going to say, get out there and kick some ass. Get out in the world and do you. I love to be able to see people that are genuinely authentically true to themselves. And I love when people can, I say, follow the rules, which I'm not a big rule follower, but my rules to succeed are practice rigorous authenticity, surrender the outcome and do uncomfortable work. So I want to see each and every one of you that are listening today, get out there and do that and be you because there is nothing more important, nothing more important than being you, because that is how we really get to evolve and succeed and be happy and joyful. Joy is so important, guys. Shannon, thank you so much. There you all go. Another amazing, beautiful episode of Unfiltered Recovery. I hope you all have an amazing day doing whatever it is you're doing. Like Shannon said, go kick some ass. I'm going to tell you to go slay some dragons because that's what we do. We take the unfiltered approach. We don't just kick ass. We slay dragons. Okay. So good. With that being said, you guys, I am going to go ahead and end this episode and tell you that if you or someone you know is struggling to find a path to recovery, you can take the first step toward living out your best future by calling Vertava Health at 877-404-2143. All right, you guys, we'll see you next week. 